Welcome to The Author Show, where we feature new authors and books, from fiction to self-help and everything in between. You'll find it all at theauthorshow.com. That's theauthorshow.com. And now let the show begin. Hello and welcome back to the show. This is your host, Don McCauley. Today we're welcoming the program author Virginia Burton Stringer, and she is the author of Enchantment. Before I bring in today's guests, a quick reminder that selected interviews are available on our iPhone app, which can be downloaded in the App Store, as well as on TV on the Roku channel and Amazon Fire TV. Our app name on all platforms is simply The Author Show. Virginia, how are you? I'm fine, Don. Thank you. I hope you are. I am. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself, please. My background is that I was in theater for many years. I was a professional actor, director, high school drama teacher for more than 40 years. I'm also a published playwright. This foray into novel writing began in 2004 when characters began whispering in my ears. (laughs) I woke up one morning and the first thought was, good morning, Maggie. Happy birthday. It's your 16th birthday. Well, that was the beginning of Enchantment. Before I knew it, I was writing in three books. I published Just Maggie in 2014, Crispin in 2015, Enchantment actually came out in 2016, and then Warrior in 2017, and there are three more books yet to come. I'm a mom, I'm a grandmother, and I'm happily quarantined in St. Petersburg, Florida. (laughs) So tell us about your book. Well, Enchantment begins on Maggie's 16th birthday with Pancake Breakfast, and it soon takes a foreboding turn when her father, King Henry, reveals the true fate of Maggie's mother. These stunning revelations create a tremendous conflict between Maggie and the king and send her on a path that no one could have foreseen. A floating crystal in the Forbidden Tower, a sapphire amulet, glowing rubies, and the sword of Aridin are Maggie's inheritance from the past and become keys to her future as her true destiny begins to be revealed in enchantment. So who did you write your book for? Who's your target audience? Well, I think my target audience would be anyone who reads fantasy, young adult fantasy, which includes mostly adults, believe it or not. And these are people who would enjoy long ago, faraway stories of kings and knights, swords and sorceries. Anyone who enjoys adventure, mystery, characters with spit and vinegar, particularly strong female characters. Parents of adolescent girls would particularly need to buy this book for their daughters, although boys like Maggie as well. I've had second graders to mature adults, both men and women, read Enchantment. So there's broad appeal. Now, could you say there's any type of central message or perhaps underlying theme that you would say runs throughout your book? Yes. The central theme in Enchantment is the conflict of growth to maturity versus the desire to stay protected in the innocence of childhood that all young girls experience. It's about the tremendous changes in body, mind, and spirit of young women during puberty, the magnificent, scary, frustrating, beautiful journey all females must take. So if you could compare your book with any book out there we might already be familiar with, which book would it be and why? Well, first think Star Wars. That saga was introduced with Episode 4 and then went back to pick up 1, 2, and 3. You could do that with Enchantment. There's a prologue with enough background to get you started. Maggie's whole world blows to bits in the first eight pages. Similar to Princess Leia, who must become a great leader to save her futuristic world, Maggie must become a warrior to fulfill her destiny of overcoming an evil force that, in her long-ago world that threatens to take over everything. 
Also, as the series progresses, you could throw in a little Harry Potter, where Maggie discovers she's inherited great powers of sorcery, which she must now protect and learn to control to keep the magic from going dark. So, Star Wars, meet Harry Potter. Tell us about some of the characters in the book. Well, I think my characters are drawn from people I know. Although they're completely fictitious, they're certainly drawn from my background. For instance, the military facility where Maggie is training is on Lake Mason, named for my grandson. Maggie, Princess Melania Abigail Alice Grace, is named for my daughters Melanie and Alice, and granddaughters Abigail and Grace. Thus, her name is spelled M-A-A-G-Y. My grandparents are there in Grandpa Chris and Grandma Polly. My dad and my husband are there in King Henry. My son David is there in Prince Rodolfo and then bits and pieces of several other characters. Of course, this was all done completely subconsciously, but when I went back and looked, I realized who I had put where. So, and What's your background and writing experience? As a person in theater, my background was completely in writing playwriting. I have a published play called Can You Hear Them Crying, which came out years ago and is still being performed. And I've written a number of other plays that I have not yet published. So it was a little bit of a surprise to me, this whole business of writing a novel series. It started as a play about a bratty little princess whose father was totally exasperated and didn't know what to do. It would last about an hour and be done, and it would have a happy ending and a moral lesson, which all good children's plays have. Then at about 150 pages, I realized this is not a play. This is not short, and it's not completely for children. So there you go. It turned into a narrative and then a novel series. So what can you tell us about this genre and why you decided to write in this genre? Well, I chose to publish in young adult fiction fantasy genre, which is defined as literature written for readers from 12 to 18 years old. However, amazingly enough, most young adult fantasy is actually read by mature adults who enjoy these coming-of-age stories. I began writing for a younger audience, as I said, but then enchantment changed that. I wanted Maggie to be fully sentient in her adolescent journey of budding romance and pushing all the boundaries. For me, this conflicted with the constraints of children's literature. In enchantment, Maggie goes to academy to train to become an elite warrior with 50 men. She finds herself in some decidedly adult situations. So for me, young adult fantasy was really the best choice. Most authors have a specific reason for writing a specific book. What was your reason for writing this book? Well, my inspiration was my daughters and my granddaughters, watching them grow and realizing the difficulties, really, of raising young women. They're a whole different animal by the time they reach 13 until they're really mature adults and, and go through this horrible process called puberty that life has decided to throw on it. So for me, that was an inspiration and that was a reason for kind of starting that play in the first place. But then as it became a narrative, I realized there was a lot more that I could do with it. So Enchantment is really part of this larger saga of the Maggie series, which is a seven-book young adult fantasy saga about the coming of age of a young woman. And it's really the metaphoric journey that all little girls must take to become adult women. So do you have a branding statement? 
Yes, I do. And it's sort of what I just said, that Enchantment is the third book in the Maggie series, a seven-book young adult fantasy saga about the coming of age of a young woman and the metaphoric journey that little girls take to become adult women. And the actuality is I never really set out to write that metaphoric journey. It sort of happened. I just followed the voices in my head and wrote what they told me. And it wasn't actually until Enchantment that this theme became clear. Maggie's stubborn defiance of everything she's ever known when she's told the truth about her mother's death, and she realizes her father has not been completely honest with her, is the exact path of all young women going through puberty. Maggie's fictitious journey, the realization that parents are not perfect and the world is not always kind, is that of all young women today in transition from child to adult. They wrestle with self-doubt versus self-awareness while deciding on career paths, following their destinies, and discovering their own magic. Now, if you had to choose, would you say you're more of a character artist or more a plot-driven writer? Oh, I think I'm definitely plot-driven. The story comes first with a couple of main characters, and then it sort of expands from there and the rest falls into place. I do work hard, however, to create well-rounded, multidimensional characters and I use their dialogue to move the action forward. I'm heavily dialogue-driven, and a lot of the most important facts come out in dialogue between my characters. But I think definitely it's the story that comes first that determines what those characters say. So in your opinion, who should buy your book? Uh, young adult fantasy readers, those long-ago, far-away people who like the stories of Kings and Night and the sorcery aspect of it. Anybody that enjoys adventure, this series is all about adventure and especially enchantment. Maggie finds herself in some places she never dreamed she would ever be. Mystery. There's a lot of mystery. Spit and vinegar. I particularly like strong female characters, and so I think anybody who reads and wants strong female characters... Parents of adolescent girls just starting through puberty, this is a good lesson for them. Boys like Maggie, I've had children as young as second grade devour the books, yet mature adult men and women are reading Enchantment. So again, I think there's a broad appeal across the board. So in your opinion, what's the biggest benefit that young readers are going to take away from reading your book? I think especially for young girls, I think they're going to realize that that fire that they have, that obstinance that develops when they hit puberty, that I'm going to be my own person, I'm going to do what I want to do, I think this is a really good thing, and I think parents need to embrace that in them. So I think for young women, seeing Maggie go through her fictitious journeys and go from bratty, impetuous little protected princess to this mighty, powerful warrior queen with the greatest sorcery the world has ever known is a great thing for young women to get out of the book today. Do you have a website? I certainly do. My website is justmaggie.com. Remember, Maggie is spelled M-A-A-G-Y. I'm also on Facebook, the Maggie series, and Virginia Burton Stringer author. And I'm on Instagram, at Just Maggie. And I'm on LinkedIn as Virginia Burton Stringer author. Well, this has been just great. Our guest today has been Virginia Burton Stringer, and she is the author of Enchantment. Virginia, thanks very much for being with us today. 
Thank you so much, Don, for having me. It was my pleasure. This is Don McCauley wrapping up another edition of The Author Show. Go out there, buy the book today, and please share this interview with your friends so that they, too, have the opportunity to discover our guests and their work. The Author Show can be accessed at any time at theauthorshow.com. Selected interviews can also be found on major platforms like Amazon Fire TV, the Roku Channel, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Play, and many more. And whether you're an author who would like to be featured or a reader in search of new books to read, The Author Show is a great place to start. Check us daily as we continue to introduce wonderful authors of very interesting books on The Author Show. Thanks for listening to The Author Show. Find out more about authors and their work at theauthorsshow.com. Theauthorsshow.com. Tune in next time to another great author on The Author Show.